In the beginning, the universe was created. This has made a lot of people very angry and has been widely regarded as a bad move. This show will attempt to find the good, the bad, and the weird, and convey them in a seriously irreverent way. Get ready, adventurer, and as always, we apologize for the inconvenience. Hi, I'm Steven. I'm Aaron. And I'm John. We're going. Are we going? Yeah. Happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday, Steven. Uh, happy birthday to me. <laughs> is this is this is this is where the singing? Yeah. Do we sing happy birthday to you here? Can yeah, we do so, the Beatles version of the song? No, no, no that was copyright. Oh, both I, of them are actually. I can't, we, can't, well, we can't sing either of them because they're both. Well, no, copyright. the the copyright for the other one doesn't uh, doesn't exist anymore. Oh. Wasn't it found that there was a previous use case where? The one company claiming the copyright was uh, determined to be unfounded. And I'm like, already bored. Now confusing. we can sing it as much as we want. I don't really care that much about okay. singing. Well, either way, we're kind of celebrating in a way. We're here yeah. at uh, R&J Supper Club. Upstairs. In the den. In the den. Upstairs in the den. Upstairs. Um, we're joined by... Um, Why don't you let him their, their newest manager? Uh, no. So no. No. He uh, just said earlier he was he been here since like October he just 2015. Told us all this in a brief. Oh, I was drinking this old fashioned. So I'm Ryan Goodman, uh, one of the uh, the managers here at RJ. I'm the bar manager slash fan of house. Um, kind of celebrating our, our 30,000th old fashioned. We sold our uh, oh, 30,000th wow. on Friday. Um, also getting ready to come out with some spring cocktails. So you said 30,000th. Correct. How uh, long has RJ been open? Just over two and a half years. It'll be three years in July. So we're we're averaging right around eleven thousand a year. Eleven thousand old. Just, in case you weren't aware, just to let you know that's a lot. <laughs> that is a large number. And I'm drinking one of them right now, and I understand why you've sold thirty thousand of them. This is a fantastic old fashioned. And, uh, am I right in thinking? I feel like that that's what kind of R&J was sort of known for? Like initially you focused on the old-fashioned? We, we definitely made our old-fashioned approachable. Um, a lot of times old-fashioned uh, can be a little bit spirit-forward, lots of uh, heavy whiskey. Uh, we wanted to make it where everybody can enjoy it. So whenever I, I started bartending here, it was kind of awesome. I'd show up and there'd be tables full of four to six girls all drinking old-fashioned, which you don't find that often. Mm-hmm. So uh, at first it was a little bit sweeter. Um, we've kind of toned that down a little bit and kind of brought it into line where I wanted, where a cocktail should be balanced, but it's still... Um, Light, approachable, easy to drink, um, kind of, kind of the idea. Very full flavored. Here, hand it over here. I hadn't tried it yet. Old, old overholt rye is what you use. Yes, sir. That's a well. Yeah, yeah that's, that's delicious. Good. What is that? And uh, so, give us the the basic recipe. So. We do our old fashioned pretty classic. It's uh, two ounces of uh, old overholt rye, half ounce of simple syrup. Uh, we do two dashes of uh, the bitter truce aromatic bitters and one dash of Angostura orange on it. So the uh, the bitters kind of rounded all out. All those spices, pretty much all the real flavor you're getting us from the. the I almost kind of feel like that the bitters is kind of what gives you the little bit of a signature aftertaste. It's that, that orange you know you're taking the right old fashioned when you drink it. It's kind of amazing how much uh, flavor you get off of the orange expression. Yeah. On there. So, who uh, who who ordered the thirty thousandth? We had a Old gentleman fashioned. named. Got to look this up real fast. I think I saw it pop up on Twitter or Instagram. I don't think I saw that. Yeah, we we had a little contest was... going. It was. Oh no! I know he yeah. walked in. It was the, Brian. This this fun guy right here. Um, his name's Thorin Miley. No, I Brian say. walked in with the old-fashioned banner on. That. <laughs> here, let me let me. Let me see. Um, but uh, a gentleman named Thorin came in with. Uh, there were three different groups. He all looks the- like a guy that would be named Thorin. Like maybe a descendant of a Norwegian Viking or something. Yeah, we had uh, three <laughs> tables vying for it. All three of them came up and tried to order like fifteen old fashions at a time. It's like, oh no, God. we're not going to do that. We're going to let this happen like naturally and just see who wins it. <laughs> and uh, there was a table of four guys outside, and they they got it. So awesome. Thorin got. What, is a, he, what did he get? For, um, uh, he got a cool gold card. Um, a gold card is uh, something we have for basically VIPs, uh, people that we like yeah. and want to be around quite mm-hmm. a bit. Um, so they get 10% off of food all the time, uh, free mimosa or uh, Coors Original anytime they come to brunch. So um, what you're saying is that if we don't have a VIP gold card, you don't like us and you don't want us <laughs> to be around. Uh, something along those lines, I get you it, know. I get it. I get it. I'm used to that. Uh, but he got that. Uh, he's going to get a cool little 
uh, kids' tractor pull trophy. We're going to get a uh, redone nice. for them. Nice. We've got it down at the bar at the moment, and we're going to frame a picture of them and put it up here somewhere. <laughs> you're, so. you're revealing a lot of things to me that I won't go into. I'll explain later. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna, this wall behind us will someday be decorated with various photographs of things that uh, customers have won. That, that'd be the hope, that is to, cool. to keep it going, do 30000 40000 50000 To get on the, the R&J's... Uh, den wall of old fashioned. We lovers. have a special prize if I drink thirty thousand old fashions. <laughs> um, for sure, we'll come up. Yeah, with it's, that. A, it's an R and J themed casket. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just. Oh, I think you just over, get... Overhold the flight <laughs> to the moon. How about that? Yeah, it's, 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 it's called free say, rehab. You get twenty percent ownership. Of <laughs> <laughs> and just to let our listeners know, if you guys aren't familiar with R and J or haven't been here yet, we're down here in some Midtown, right off the Tenth Street, right off uh, the corner of Tenth and Hudson. Tenth and Hudson, and. We're uh, we're kind of we say it's upstairs. It's not. It was technically it's upstairs. upstairs. You've got to go up a very short flight of stairs, which is good for the drinkers. But the den is kind of this soft side, narrow, long uh, room decorated very. Uh, I guess we could say set late '60s, early '70s. Wanted, a, is there a name for that? It's not. Some, it's not mid-century. This is after this mid-century. mid-century. Kind of some crushed red velvet on the walls. Very uh, some dark woods. Can't ignore um, the shag carpet. Shag, yeah, this uh, burgundy shag carpet with still like the, I guess it kind of looks like the old big screen TV, but it's actually a new LCD. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it's actually a, a, a nice HD TV in a old but frame. Even if you have been to R and J, I'm understanding that you guys have like pretty significantly refreshed some things here. Yeah, we came out with a new version of the menu about six weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of new food on it. Uh, basically, changed everything up on the brunch menu. Um, Lots of new items, including uh, biscuits and gravy. Um, mm. One of the, the really cool things we're doing is a chicken fried steak. Um, but we're actually doing a gluten-free chicken fried steak. Wow, are you really? So they're they're battering it in uh, rice flour and hash browns. So it, it gets a nice, really, really wow. nice crunch to it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, has everything you're looking for in a chicken fried steak, but none of the gluten. So it's uh, kind of cool. Well, right? then how's the gravy made? So the gravy's made with the rice flour as well. Okay. So, really? Yep. It's absolutely delicious. Um, you, you hear stuff like that, and I always kind of pull back because I'm like, yeah. gluten-free chicken fried steak, that's going to be wrong. Yeah. yeah. Have you been over to that uh, chicken beer over on 23rd? Is that, I seem to recall that's what they batter their wings in, is like some kind of rice flour concoction as well mm-hmm. to give it that, you know, they double fry it, it to give it, it that crispy. It has kind of an Asian, yeah. Korean twinge on it, so maybe oh, that's something. Their gachiang wings are. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. not like that classic thick, Flour, you know, batter that you might typically find. Um, so that on a chicken fried steak. Yeah. So how big is this chicken fried out. steak? Is it like the size of the plate? <laughs> Pretty is much. This... Um, uh, the the smaller side is going to be nine to ten ounces, which is uh, our so our plates are giant here. Our plates will go about that size, and I'd say they're at least ten inches across. You know, they're. Pretty pretty big chicken yeah. fried steaks. Usually they're cutting them in half to make them fit on the the plate. So. <laughs> well, and I was kind of thinking your guys' dishes is sort of. You know, along the lines of home style. Well, that, that's the idea. Is it's kind yeah. of chefed up home style food where it's, yeah. it's comfort. Everybody's had everything we do, but we just do it uh, kind of with a, with a tweak and something that's delicious. It's almost kind of like if you had like a like a swinky alcoholic grandmother in California in the seventies or something. It's kind of what it feels like. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I will take that. Totally. As a good thing. I mean, like a swinky rich. <laughs> what you would call the cool grandma, bougie uh, grandma that was doing like kind of the the southern style home cooking. Yeah. You know. One of the other things you added, if you're an Oklahoma native, I know this. Twi- I know this standard is you have a chicken fried steak sandwich. Oh yes, you do the steak sandwich. It's a, not a deluxe, deluxe, deluxe. deluxe. Yeah, you can't go off. No, can't say supreme. So, <laughs> so yeah, Russ Johnson decided that we needed to, to do something fun with that. Since we were doing the chicken fried, decided we need to add a chicken fried. Uh, Steak sandwich of some sort and a steak Which sandwich deluxe. I grew I up. No idea. I grew up in Moore, and there was a Del Rancho mm-hmm. right on Main Street in Moore. In fact, I think it's one of the only Del Ranchos left. There's still one over like in Bethany or somewhere. I just yeah, liked it on Facebook. The one I went to, I used to go to Moore, is still there. There's a real one. Yeah. And, Love me some and Del steak Rancho. sandwich supreme, man. That's a. Well, but that's not always been on your menu, right? Yeah, that's pretty new. It's part of the new. It was, that's the new it was added about six weeks ago. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, and I think we're doing that for uh, for thirteen ninety with the side, and it's just a completely ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what, what, what are my choice of sides? Are green beans. Uh, so we have green beans. We have uh, Brussels sprouts. We do uh, our sprouts. French fries, which are absolutely amazing. Uh, mac and cheese. Uh, oh yeah. One or two other. You can do a side yeah. salad. Uh, how, how are the Brussels sprouts being prepared? Yeah. So Brussels sprouts are going to be made with our. Uh, we do a house made bacon. So we take uh, whole pork right. bellies, cure them in house. Uh, 
uh, smoke them in-house, then fry them up. Uh, so we're doing a little bit of uh, <laughs> those with the Brussels sprouts and uh, <clears throat> not entirely sure. I think it's a sherry mustard vinaigrette that they're putting on it uh, to finish it a little bit of uh, acid on it. So Brussels sprouts is my name on, on Twitter currently. Okay. Let's... <laughs> Mm. Yeah, they roast Brussels sprouts off hard enough, and they're delicious. Oh, Get a little bit amazing. of char on them. I, I definitely like my Brussels sprouts with a little bit of char. I, I want I want to see some black spots on my Brussels sprouts when they're when they're served up. Oh yeah, I know that sounds weird, but uh, you need that caramelization to get. Yeah, yeah there you go. Good. That's exactly so right. They just crunch in your mouth. Mm. Oh yeah. Well, I don't know if I want crunch. I want it to where the crunch has just disappeared. Okay. Right, like that perfect spot. It's not crunchy. But it was you just can't crunchy. Have mushy. You don't want them to be. You don't want it to be mushy, all. but you just want it like 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 the crunch has just recently left. Like that's the perfect. So is, spot. is it only on the brunch menu? No, uh, we have the chicken fried steak sandwich on both. Um, we do a chicken fried steak and eggs for brunch. Uh, chicken fried steak and eggs is I want to say fifteen ninety. Uh, so you get two eggs cooked any style along with the chicken fried steak and a choice of side for brunch. Wow. Um, the chicken fry on the uh, regular menu is, I think, $16.90. Um, and you get a choice to side with that. Actually, that comes with uh, mashed potatoes and green beans. And so. this changes everything. Yeah. Well, not like that, because here at RMD, you can get brunch to like 2 a.m. on what, Friday? Saturday? Uh, Obviously, oh, not to 2 a.m. We just do the brunch 11 to 5 uh, on Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Oh, did 5 you used to do a late night brunch? I mean, we did a late night menu that had some of the brunch incorporated onto uh, it. Uh, but what we're doing now is just serving our full menu until 1 a.m. every day. So uh, late night oh, food. Till 1 a.m. 1 a.m. every day, seven days a week, and show up and, and get some delicious food here in RJ. So. Crazy. I have no idea. I feel like I've been missing out. Hmm? Not coming here at 1 a.m. <laughs> show up at 12.45, get a couple of fashions, and go from there. <laughs> so I, can, I can barely stay up past 10 o'clock sometimes these days, much less. <laughs> I actually had to wake up back, wake back up to come here right now. <laughs> Did you go home and, and take a nap? I went home and like laid on my bed and then I was asleep. I, Steven I, has spent his entire birthday working. That's unfortunate. You have a no, celebration plan? Good. No, it's been good. Uh, but this was all working was celebration. I, I enjoy what I'm doing. It's a good thing. Including I, this, so this was a good yeah, cap. For I, the, I took a nap as well, but <laughs> yeah. just, that, that was a little bit too much, uh, too much brunching for me. So, <laughs> You know, as, if I ever have brunch on a Sunday, I do work in the plans uh, a nap yep. at some point in time because by the time you've had all that whatever amazing dish you're eating and very likely mimosa or bloody mary or something whatever you poison be you're gonna want to go home and sleep okay. yeah you get up on sunday morning come here have a huge brunch with chicken fried steak and eggs go home take a nap get up mow the lawn take a shower come back <laughs> at 1 a.m or 12:45 for a chicken steak sandwich this time with an old-fashioned. Or especially if you could wake up from your nap. Today was a day that had the storms forecast. And I'd gotten up this oh, morning man. and walked outside and didn't feel and smell kind of the unexpected things that comes with a day that thunderstorms are predicted. But about 4 o'clock, Real went outside. Sure. I was like, oh, there it is. Yep. <laughs> just walked into it. You smell it. You feel it, you know. Mm-hmm. My little supercell blew up over there. back up a little bit. And it was gorgeous a little bit yeah. ago. And it's apparently coming back tonight. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be good times. Oklahoma storms are starting to be teases. Mm-hmm. No, it's, you used to know that when a big storm was coming that you were guaranteed to get one. Yeah. And that something awesome would happen. And now they just kind of I watch the, blow up and then the peter weather out. app and the rain forecast just keep, every time I open it, it pushes back an hour. Mm-hmm. It pushes back an hour. Like, Come on, stop screwing. It's kind of like that ice storm where the, the meteorologists yeah, they never had wrong, one. <laughs> but they're just three days off, you know? Right. <laughs> well, as a matter of fact, when I pulled up the forecast this morning, they had a very particular area circled in like south central Oklahoma. And they said this is, this is the most likely spot. And where those storms happen today, I mean, that's exactly where they said this was going to happen. And there was a wall cloud. It's just... It wasn't. It wasn't insanity, and I guess I don't know why, but I, I feel like we're always on the edge of wanting to feel that kind of craziness, you know. So I, I was born and raised in Oklahoma, and I've always just enjoyed yeah. the storms. It's always unfortunate when they cause damage and, and sure. impact people's lives, but it's kind of I don't know. There, there's energy in the air whenever there's it's a big storm coming. Yeah, like you can just feel it everywhere. Like you were talking about, you walk outside, you smell it, and yeah. you just feel everything. Well, it's, it, it has been scientifically proven that low pressure makes people feel really good, okay. right? So when supercells like are taking blowing a bunch up, of downers. That's, that's, why, that's what you're feeling when you go outside. It's, it's low pressure, you know, and it, it kind of gives you a kind of buoyancy and a sense of feeling good. And it's nice. 
Well, yeah, you smell the it's a relief. In the air. You don't have as much pressure on top of you. <laughs> yeah. you're, feel, you're feeling relief. You are, you are not yeah. under pressure. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we like storms. Just Plus, there's a little bit of an adrenaline rush. Definitely. So, a boost of adrenaline, less pressure. You feel like partying, running around. Is now the, the Queen song introduction. <laughs> there you <Right>. go. <laughs> Cooking some chicken and dumplings inside the house, watching a little bit of PBS, you know? It's. <laughs> No, 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 that's how it's being done today. So, has there has there been um, has there been any changes to the cocktail menu? Uh, we're working on a spring menu right now, uh, trying to come out with one. We'll have it uh, debuting next Sunday. Actually, uh, we're gonna have the Spy FM here uh, doing our DJ brunch on Sunday, Sweet. and we're gonna debut a bunch of our uh, cocktails event. So, we've got right several on. working on. If we want to to grab a couple, I'll bring some up here in one second. But yeah. Uh, one of them is called the Bramblin' Man, which is a take on what's called the Bramble. Um, a Bramble is a very classic cocktail with just uh, lemon juice, simple syrup, uh, gin, and usually it's made with a creme de mer, which is a oh, blackberry great. liqueur. Yeah. Um, so we're making our, uh, our own blackberry liqueur here in-house. Uh, very light, refreshing, serving it up in a uh, julep tin. Definitely want to try that. So we'll, we'll Wait, you serve it in a what? Uh, julep tin, a nice little pewter mug, a uh, little okay. bit of mints on top. So very refreshing, great for the patio. Um, let's see, what else do we have? We're working on uh, something called the Daisy Buchanan. Um, nice. so, so margarita translates from uh, Spanish to English as daisy. Um, and daisy is something I learned as a cocktail build, which is a, so basically two ratios we use quite a bit. A sour ratio, which is a three-quarter ounce of citrus, three-quarter ounce of simple syrup, and two ounces of base spirit. Uh, the second one's called a daisy, uh, named after margarita. So you add some of the core to it. So it's a three-quarter ounce of citrus, half ounce of uh, syrup, ounce and a half of base spirit, and a half ounce of the core. So we're, we're kind of playing around with that and doing a house-made orange shrub, adding that to the, uh, the uh, margarita build. Uh, so it's nice, light, and refreshing. Are you guys familiar with the shrub? No. So uh, shrub's uh, an old-school uh, drinking vinegar, basically. Uh, it was a way to preserve a fruit. A drinking vinegar? Yep, a way to uh, preserve fruit back before you had refrigeration and all that huh, kind of stuff. okay. So what they do is uh, just soak, um, it's called maceration. So you cover uh, fruit with sugar, pulls out a lot of the essential oils, all of the uh, vitamins in it as well, um, cover that with some vinegar, and it preserves it. So you can have... Uh, Vitamin okay. C uh, plus flavoring for all year round. So we're doing that with uh, oranges and making an orange shrub here in house with uh, some apple cider vinegar, uh, adding that to Cimarron tequila, a little bit of lime juice, and simple syrup with uh, triple second. It's absolutely delicious. It's got a very nice like acetic acid bite to it. So acetic acid is acid and vinegar. It's just very different. Mm. It's your palate in a in an And that's the way. Daisy Buchanan. Yes, sir. And so why did the Great Gatsby reference get? So uh, one of our bartenders here, Megan Harris, uh, is is literary by nature, um, and we were playing around. My my least favorite part about cocktails is naming them. Uh, I'm I'm perfectionist. (laughs) Naming stuff is hard. Exactly, (laughs) and you're tied to it, and you think about it every time it comes up, and somebody says something you don't like. So uh, we were playing around with the name, uh, couldn't get it exactly right. She wanted to go with Pura Vida. I thought that would sound like too much Costa Rica. Like that's exactly what I think of when I like a Ricky Martin song or something. So uh, she threw this out there on the last edit, and I we're just going with it. So it is a good name. name. Well done. Like on the description, you at least throw in like the last line from Great Gatsby, which something along the lines of you know the waves beat ceaselessly on, and you're born back into the past. That would be an awesome. Add on to the description for the cocktail menu if it's not written yet. I think that will happen, actually. So oh, really? we're going to steal that for sure. Do it. Just yeah. Throw in that last line from Gatsby and <clears throat> nothing else to it. Yes. You, know, you can at least get your uh, English major geeks to come in here and drink. Yeah, we, to we get already them to saw. Order that. Uh, we ran into some of uh, some of our other favorite bartenders in town, um, and they had made well the sister bar. Yeah. yeah, and they had made uh, a cocktail menu based on the Beatles album Revolver. Yes. Which we did the same thing, sat and drank with them. Um, I like that idea of a, a, a literary cocktail menu. Of these bars inviting us out to sample. Well, yeah. That's my favorite part of it. So as long as they're doing that, they can name them whatever the hell they want. But if you're taking suggestions. Did you guys happen to stop by uh, Savings and Loan whenever uh, James Edler? Ed- oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, so he had his, his message in a bottle, which I thought was absolutely yeah, I fantastic. I never that one. So Love Edsler. He had, uh, it was a message in a bottle cocktail, and I'm going to blank on what was in it. But the cocktail was delicious, but the description was just about... 12 lines of, uh, of a poem, and it was pretty cool to see because you yeah. actually wrapped it up and handed it to you with the cocktail, oh, wow. and it was, again, kind of performance art, which is where Ludovine's going with their concept menus. Sure. It's cool to see more of that popping up around. So, 
I do like that. And the, this last cocktail that, I, that we've got today, this is uh, one that you handed us when we first came in. This is called the Brooklyn. Yes. But that, this is not technically part of the new spring. No, we did, we did uh, along with the reprints on the food menu, we did a couple changes in the cocktail menu. This mm-hmm. is one we added. Um, this is what I would call like a riff on a Brooklyn. Um, okay. Brooklyn's going to be contentious. Uh, back in the day, there were all five boroughs in Manhattan or uh, New York City had a cocktail's name after them. Uh, a lot of people make a Brooklyn with uh, dry vermouth. Um, a guy named David Wandridge, a cocktail historian, came out about uh, four months ago and said mm-hmm. that it should be sweet vermouth, not dry vermouth. And I mm-hmm. like sweet vermouth in it quite a bit better. So this is uh, Canadian whiskey, uh, sweet vermouth, and a house made uh, Amer. I'm calling it America. So A-M-E-R okay. is uh, French for bitter. Um, Brooklyn's based around a liqueur called Amer Picon, which you can't get here in the States anymore. Um, so I read about it, never had it, decided to try to make something that I enjoyed, and we ended up with this. Um, it's definitely a different take on it, but something that I like. Uh, a little bit of Since bitter orange on the back end. All those flavors mix in together and give this hint of olive flavor. Olive? Okay. I taste like olive just a little bit well, on the end of it. I mean, there's, there's a little bit of salt in the Amer, so brininess is possible there. Um, there's a little bit of that, what's mm. that cherry called? Um... I think you had mentioned it. The uh, Maraska cherry? Yes. Yeah. Is that is that a liqueur made from the um, Maraska so cherry? We're not or using Luxardo like... in this one. Uh, uh-huh. Traditionally, Luxardo will be in a Brooklyn. Right. Uh, it was giving a little bit of Luxardo, spiciness. Luxardo, that's what I was trying to think of, yeah. It, it was giving a little bit of spiciness that I did not really enjoy. So really? I wanted the, the orange to show a little bit. Uh, to me, Luxardo can take over about any cocktail you put it in. Uh, uh, yeah, that is pretty And strong. it gives cocktails really nice depth, but I, I wanted something else from this one. So. Okay, well, I mean, it's, it's delicious. It's very good. And the first time he learned of Luxardo's was from uh, Jeff over at the O-Bar. Okay. He, he, he proceeded to make an entire cherry pie out of Luxardo cherries. Oh, well, that had to be delicious. It was weird. It was <laughs> overwhelming. It was it was overwhelming. Okay. You just you, you took you take like a sliver of it and take one bite of the sliver and you're like I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. Very, it's very, very rich. I feel like you you carried that pie around with you for like a week. As a matter of fact, I think I, part of it. It away. was the never ending pie. I think I carried some of it over to the pump. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, it was a fun experiment, okay. but it was just this obsession that had entered my brain because I I had just been introduced to the Luxardo cherry and they're they're almost meaty, you yeah. know. And it's not it's not a maraschino cherry like people might think of like an American maraschino cherry like it's on your Sunday at Brahms. This right. is like a this is a full cherry. It's like chewing on a piece of meat, you oh, know. It's, it's real it's dense. A true branded cherry. It's so a it's true branded cherry. To it. Real real thick syrup and I. I could not stop thinking about what a pie would be like made with these. And I I didn't necessarily think that it would be awesome. I just needed to know what it was going to be like. Okay. So, I, so I, I, bought, I got on Amazon and bought like a gallon can of these things. And, and I made a Luxardo cherry pie. And, <laughs> and nobody else ever needs to make one <laughs> ever again. Um, it, it wasn't the worst thing that I've ever eaten. But I can now... Have that knowledge of what it a looks like a cherry pie it feels is. Like you'd almost need like multiple layers of crusts. You kind to of do offset the cherry. Like few cherries, more crust. Few cherries. More well, crust. so in terms of that, what I did learn is that they'll actually use Luxardo cherries um, in tarts. So mm. much, uh, much smaller footprint, less Luxardo cherries. So you can you still get that flavor, but it's not overwhelming. You know, it's not huge bites of it because those weren't meant yeah. to be. Enjoyed in mass. Yeah. <laughs> Tons of sugar. Oh, yeah. 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 Tons They're of sugar. They're meant to be enjoyed one at a time inside of a cocktail. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's set up some more here. Let's do one of those uh, Daisy Buchanan's, and then what was that? What was the first one again? Uh, Bramblin' Man. Bramblin' Man. Okay. Let's do, let's do those. Cocktails. No, you can, we, can, we can walk and talk. These are Yeah, we can walk and talk. Yeah, well, let's... Come on, everyone. Let's go to the Assuming bar. Assuming this doesn't, like, mess up while we're gone, we should be all right. Ow. Oh, um, yeah, watch out for the light. There are low-hanging chandeliers well, in the nine den. Feet tall, six foot two. <laughs> so now we're going to take a journey from the den down the flight of stairs. Bar, Alexis, now. Well, it's one, two, three, four, we're going to pass stairs. through the service station area. Hopefully we're not walking past the uh, the corridor here and just turning into static on I the know. other side. So hopefully you're still hearing us. We're now at the bar. And we're going to have some new cocktails made for us. 
I assume it's better for me not to shake cocktails with this on. Oh, absolutely. No, no, that's awesome. Let's hear it. Let's see what you got. You can just tuck that pack in your pocket or something. This should be good. Actually, she's getting that set up, you know. Um, oh, speaking of shaking, this is one of my favorite things about uh, RJ's this is uh, up match matches. Get yourself How some you matchboxes. So, uh, tomorrow is Joshua Path's birthday. Yes. Oh, well, that's right. You know, I have really yes, close birthday. Yeah, because this is also the. So, shout out to Joshua Path. Happy birthday, yeah, Happy birthday, yeah, Joshua. Birthday. Today's the year anniversary of our Hollywood trip. Oh, that's right. This time, that's right, because I shared the pictures. This time last year, we were in. Yeah, we actually yeah. wearing your National shirt. I got my jeans. Oh, yeah. There yeah. yeah. <laughs> we go. I mean, there we go. Still it was one of the only shirts left that was clean in my closet. Uh, I think I even have my NASA. Cool. God, that was a great trip. It was an amazing trip. <laughs> I was reliving that the other day with somebody. The video of um, when I filmed Run Like Hell came back up on that Netflix, or uh, Facebook, not Netflix. Here, Ryan's shaking one of our drinks right now behind the bar. So which one are you making right now? So we're working on the Bramblin' Man. So uh, this is, again, lemon juice, simple syrup, uh, gin, and a house-made blackberry in the court. And um, there's the uh, pewter. No, that is awesome. The pewter cup. Pewter goblets. Pewter goblets. Looks like something you might drink out of in a... Oh, sounds like a name of somebody castle. in a Harry I like Potter novel. Red. I like how red it is. Well, it makes me think of Peter Smith, the family guy. Or Peter Smith. <laughs> the best character ever invented. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> I got one drink, which kind of like to 20 on the vodka pour, and so I drink the whole thing now and messed up. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, you gotta stop eventually, right? You just keep pouring. Uh, where was this? The Union, the new Oh, the Union. Yeah. Hey, that's a cool bar. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Um, I should know how to count or something happens. Oh, there's a rambling man. Steven just got shook up the rambling man. This, this goblet. <laughs> we'll snap I don't know a picture. This goblet's about eight inches tall. Yeah, take a picture of that. And it graduates up to about, I don't know, four inches in circumference of the top. And it has these sprigs sticking out of it. That's gorgeous with a mint plant. So this is going to be the uh, house made blackberry of the core. Oh, cool. Uh, very, very much. This looks like communion. Yeah. <laughs> It looks like wine and it looks like they All right, Bramblin' man. Here we go. Take drink in remembrance of me. Oh, that is dangerous. It will get you for sure. Is it boozy? My favorite descriptions of a cocktail. It's just light and easy to drink is the goal. Yeah. Very refreshing patio. That's the idea of coming up on patio season trying to get prepared for it. It's like a man in that pewter glass. That's that is cold, and you get that mint in your face when you Man, drink it. Man, put that up there. It's like a, it's like, it's like a boozy Hawaiian punch. That's like the DeLorean yeah. when it travels through time. It comes back all cold with the coldness coming off of it. One of our favorite things here is uh, we get lots of people walking in asking for vodka drinks, um, and we don't do a lot of vodka drinks. Vodka just. We, we sell it, we, we make it, people love it. Oh, that's not a favorite. Um, this is a very approachable gin drink, so this is what I'd call kind of a converter. Um, you, can, you can tell somebody that wants a, a vodka cocktail that's very light and easy to drink, sell them that, and all of a sudden they don't even know they're drinking gin. So. Man, uh, when you, if you drink from the cup instead of the straw, your nose gets pushed oh, into yeah. that, that mint. Kind of makes me think of something else. What? <laughs> what exactly? Yeah, yeah. not to <laughs> Perfect. Just use your imagination. So uh, the next one is taking up. Uh, does not have a name yet. I'm just calling it Steven's Ethan out to be determined. But it's a, a take on what's called a Thai basil daiquiri. So we're actually doing a, what's called a blender muddle on uh, some Thai basil. So Thai basil in coconut milk, uh, a little bit of lime juice, and plantation five-year rum. So it's Thai basil and coconut milk. Yeah. You could call it a Thai fighter. Yeah. <laughs> that seems a little bit off-character for it's, it's RJ. A, well, uh, but, but I like, well, the, uh, that's I like the reference. Do, do yeah. T-H-I-A-I instead of T-I-E, and then exactly. see how many people pick up on it. Well, I mean... Anybody that's remotely familiar with Star Wars will pick up on it and probably order because of that. Well, but right now we can hear the music coming up the patio. It's us threes. Yeah. Uh, cantaloupe. The triple Fantasia. Yeah. So this is the one you say you don't have a name for yet. Correct. We were about it's probably going to end up remaining TBD. That's how quick, that's how tired I am. I just forgot that it. 20 seconds ago. Did you not hear the yeah, conversation? Yeah, but it got shot down. I like that. Let that, that the fighters get shot down. Let me get that. Let me get that. <laughs> there you go. I guess he just proved his point. Tie fighting is the best thing I've heard so far. You guys are helping all over the place here. Do what I can, man. I love the way that 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 basil floats on top of it like a lily pad. 
I also don't like the fact that you get the first drink out of it. Oh. Let's see. Oh. Wow. Okay. <laughs> That's good. Don't even give that to John. Don't even give it to him. It's to me. It has my the first thing it made me think of. Is I love snow cones. Okay. And um, I remember when this fad started at snow cone stands, and it's still around because it's a great idea. Putting lots and lots of cream yep. onto your snow cone, your shaved ice. This is a great summer. And cocktail. that is like a hitting spring and summer, getting ready for patio season. Yeah. yeah. This is great. So I don't know. Maybe we should be going for something more like a snow coning style. Name it definitely has like instead sort of, of a Tie Fighter name, creamy texture to it. Because now I'm going from Tie Fighter to snow cone. I got gotcha. you. All right. So we're gonna I'm gonna keep attacking the taste buds here. So this is gonna be the shrub. Uh, the shrub is gonna be a little bit intense on its own. Very very heavy on the vinegar. But again, uh, in a cocktail, it gives it just a nice little acidic acid flavor to it. Um, so just a, a little punch that you don't really know where it's coming from. That was an interesting combination of smells. The, the nose is worse than the taste, for sure. Well, I mean, the vinegar's in there, which I like, but I'm trying to... I'm telling you, the refreshness of that Bramble Man is... It makes me want to order another one. Best to go. We're trying to sell here, so. <laughs> I like the TIE Fighter. You still like TIE Fighters? I do. They were all on the right now. Hmm. How about TIE Snow Cone? Vinegar is delicious. Did you just drink the vinegar? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he did. He killed all the stuff. <laughs> didn't give you guys any at all. Thanks, man. That's what I said. I didn't even get to try it. Well, no, so he's just he's just shooting here. Shrub. So John just took it and shot the whole thing oh. like it was Jameson. I sipped on it. Until it was all gone. But I, I only had about half as much as, there you go. Try some of that. So, the, the reactions Whoa. are interesting. Whoa. Some people love it, some people don't. Well, I mean, it's not too different from drinking pickle juice, you no, know? But not everybody likes pickle juice. Man, yeah. uh, that's not everybody. It's a mighty fine brine. We have uh, this one right here, actually. Alexis does not like vinegar at all, so she cannot stand it. Oh, you don't like shrubs. vinegar at all? So. You don't do drugs? What? <laughs> oh, you're in the shrubs. Okay. <laughs> Definitely not that. <laughs> oh, there you go. So, you don't no want no shrubs? No, no shrubs? No scrubs? Yeah. Oh, oh my God! squared away. So we got the Daisy Buchanan. All right, let's even take a Again, picture of the Daisy uh, Buchanan here. Oh, with a little yes. bit of, uh, of orange shrub in there. So we're doing a uh, New Mexico chili and uh, smoked paprika rim on it. Bring the strawberry! Can someone order it like that? <laughs> we have the Knights of St. All right, Stephen's going to give it a shot here. Mmm. He's going back in for more. Well, I was I was recently instructed on cocktails like this, especially when you have a really special rim that you need to drink from the rim to get the full yeah, because it has that you want you want to get some of that salt in there. Or you can always take a drink and then lick the rim, which I like to lick the rim quite a bit. That is very interesting. And I say that in a good way, not in a bad way. I always think interesting is a good thing. That means you're, you're trying to figure out what's going on. It's stimulating something, at least. Well, yeah, that could definitely cause a great Gatsby-style car crash. <laughs> what is, um, so a typical margarita just has the, the salt on the top. Did you already say what? what is that? So it's going to be a New Mexico chili powder and smoked pepper. I like that. Look at the... New Mexico chilies or chili powder and, and smoked paprika? Yes, sir. And salt? Or yes, sir. I generally don't like smoked paprika, which sounds like a stupid thing to say. But oh, my it's God. True. It gives a nice little depth, though. But it, it works on it this. It brings something to it. I think it's just because it's, it's combined with a bunch of salt. <laughs> salt is always a good thing. I'm, I'm a big fan of bold flavors, the stuff that kind of kicks you in the face right. a little bit. And that, that's kind of the well, idea on most of these. We've got one more coming up. Yes. This one's going to be called uh, Curious George. Curious uh, George. So the, the bartender we discussed earlier with the uh, the Daisy McCann reference, Megan Harris, um, yes, has been collaborating with me on this cocktail list. Um, and Curious George is one of her babies. So she's making a banana syrup. Um, actually, cooking bananas down with uh, with sugars. Uh, Water, a good amount of cinnamon, uh, a couple other spices in there. This is definitely starting to sound summary. Well, in a continuation of the literary references. Yeah. 
Not not quite on the same level as no, the, uh, no, but, the, uh, the Great Gatsby. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not quite sure. Just George is the just same as literature level just as, as influential. Great they both had movies made about them. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> All right, so this is just uh, lemon juice, the banana syrup, and some Texas Crown whiskey. Um, Texas Crown whiskey? What is this? Texas Crown whiskey? I've never heard of Texas Crown whiskey. Uh, it's new to the market, actually. Uh, Texas got in Crown less than a month ago. Um, I'm just saying, are you sure it's the Canadian that's this product of Canada? Yeah. <laughs> it's a Canadian blend. They're definitely trying to compete with Crown Royal. Okay. But uh, you got brought in the market. It's quite easy to drink. Kind of uh, right, it's perfect to what we're looking for here. This one's very mild. It has old-fashioned oil derricks on the label. Oh, yeah. Very easy. Which one is easy this? Uh, that's the Curious Drink. Oh. Curious. A banana liqueur. Cur curious, curious and Curious. curious. Yeah. Another literary reference. Not from Curious George, though. What was that from? Oh, yeah, Alice in Wonderland, wasn't it? Oh. Is that right? Curious or yeah. Curious or? Okay, yeah. When she steps into it, it keeps turning around. Curious We have a very big cocktail list in general here. We have about 85 cocktails on the menu, so I'd have to keep the uh, seasonal menus a little bit smaller. So we're just doing six on this one. We've been through five. I'll go ahead and bust out the last one. The yeah. last one is, um, is another one. back on us. Another uh, fun movie reference. This is called The Fifth Elemental. Yes! Uh, one really? of my favorite yes. movies. So, so, we, we were just talking about that the other day. So well, we do a, uh, a house made coffee liqueur here that actually uses uh, the cold brew coffee from Elemental. Uh, Beautiful. Uh, well done. Already sold. Has a, just a very delicious coffee flavor to it. Uh, you're, you're making a cocktail called the Fifth Elemental using Elemental coffee? That's yes, genius. You're just, yeah, I mean, I already like it. I do you believe you guys have stepped up or, or, or kicked up the cocktail game a notch here? Okay, yeah, uh, if you're going to have. Oh, wow. If you're going to have all these references then in, in your cocktail names, I'm going to I'm going to once again kind of push it forward and say it's it's called the Tie Fighter then. If you're going to have Curious George and Great Gatsby and Fifth Element, I mean since you since you branched into sci-fi, I'll say yeah. that it makes a stronger case. It makes a stronger case. For now, that name. I'm going to go super nerd on you and tell you that there were different tie ships. Were there like really the Tie Interceptor? All right, well then, which TIE oh, ship is this one? And then there was Vader's ship, which was the TIE Advanced. The we, can't name, we can't name it after Vader's ship. And then there's also a new TIE fighter that was shown in Rogue One called Dissot. I don't remember what it was. Well, let's name it after that one then. Because this is a new drink, that's a new TIE fighter. And then that uh, oh, the TIE fighter is the most commonly. Understood. And if you watch the Family Guy version of the Star Wars movies, there's actually uh, people from Thailand flying all the TBD. <laughs> so the TBD is going to be uh, it's a Thai basil infused coconut milk. So we're actually just blending up Thai basil and uh, store bought coconut milk. Um, not the uh, the canned variety. It's, it's not quite the biscuits we're actually buying. Just like the silk uh, coconut milk and blending that up in it. That gives it all the richness, all the creaminess is just from coconut milk actually. Um, so it's that lime juice and plantation five year rum. So I gotta tell you, the uh, the R and J summer patio was that's gonna, gonna be, be on the tops of the list this summer. So if you run a bar with a patio, you need to be paying attention. I'll be right back at the fancy strong times. It's the tie striker. A tie there you striker. Go. I still like tie fighter. Actually. I said I just uh, I advocated for the others, but I like tie fighter. Yeah, I like tie fighter. It's, it's straightforward to the point. So there you go. We just named a uh, what am I cocktail at RJ. That's the coffee liqueur made from the coffee. 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 <laughs> okay, this is I'm not I'm not drunk, but I, how did this get in my hand? I don't remember anybody handing this to me. Well, I don't know. We're, we're about to have killed off uh, six cocktails between the three of us in about 15 minutes. So, I don't like it. I just looked at, and it's in my. I already had a cocktail, so this next one's in. It's like praise a, of Uber. It's like a magic trick. Or like that post I saw from Colby yesterday. Man, alcohol fucks shit up. <laughs> so, you know, we did that. And his mom was like, yes, it does, son. Yes, it Always does. Always yeah. something like that, yeah. yeah. yeah we had recently done the, the Midnight Toast with Lemmerichs, and when we first walked in here, um, two of the first people we went into was Chris Colby and Chris. Jonathan. They just print, or they just finished teaching their cocktail class. Yeah, they do a Sunday cocktail class at Ludovine. So what I didn't know is that uh, when you take one of their cocktail classes, which I believe they do on a monthly basis, you go in, last Sunday of every month, you go in and take a cocktail class with the both of them, and then when they clean up the bar, they send their class over here to R&J's, the sister bar, so to speak, 
for hors d'oeuvres and cocktails. And then they come back later and join you, and hopefully you haven't eaten all the cock or the hors d'oeuvres like they did today. And you get to finish up the rest of the day. Join me back at headquarters for cocktails and debriefing. That is hosted in the den for cocktails and debriefing. It's exactly what that is. So we have the uh, fifth elemental. This is actually a snack. That this is a cocktail we did uh, last summer for Negroni Week. Um, Nice. I remember Negroni Week. We decided to go all local. That's a surprise. We have the. Elemental uh, coffee uh, cold brew liqueur. Um, strong tonic made here in Oklahoma. Loyal gin and Campari. Loyal gin. So loyal gin. That's Prairie um, Wolf Open Guthrie. Who, who is it that does the loyal gin? Prairie Wolf. Prairie Wolf. We had been over at the wine, the OKC cellar. Oh yeah, the yeah, OKC cellar. Uh, Hunter. 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 Hunter Mayer. That's delicious as well. I think I'm not even. Well, it's gonna have to be. I like the I glass too. Know. It's. I can find a towel. So it kind of hit all the spectrum. Oh, that is, yeah. Everything's kind of light and refreshing is the idea for spring slash summer. But uh, got some depth on that one. Well, that has uh, depth. Some serious depth on the, the Tie Fighter. Um, well, now if I'm going to choose from depth, I'm going to I'm going to go for the Tie Fighter, I believe. I gotcha. That's what I see on like April second. We're doing open streets again. If you play around in open streets for two hours and then get on your bike and ride down here and have one of these. You know, open streets is going to be killer this year. I yeah. know. It's going to come right by my house. It's going to, yeah, basically, basically my house will be completely surrounded by open streets. I won't even be able to walk out of my house because every street will be closed. Well, you can still walk out of your house if open <laughs> well, streets are closed. Makes sense. And then when you're done with open streets, which is April 23rd, April 2nd. April 2nd is open streets. <laughs> Coming up. Yeah, it's coming yeah. up fast. That is a real. Yes. Which then, after Open Streets, you can come for the yes debut of this cocktail That's menu. Right. Look at that. We've just planned your whole day for you. There you go. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Look at that. We named your cocktail. We planned the day for fifty thousand people. This is just the service we provide. Right. You're welcome. In fact, it says above the door here in RNJ's occupancy uh, maximum occupancy fifty thousand. Yes, it's a, it's a giant space. It's a, There's room for yeah. everybody all the time. It's like those magic Harry Potter tents. It's like the TARDIS. <laughs> or the, or the yeah. TARDIS. Definitely bigger on the inside. Definitely. Awesome. Well, should we uh, what is your grab the rest of these we have a drink and wander back up into the den here? I'm actually I'm, I'm strangely drawn to... What was this one again? The Curious George. The Curious George. You just finished off my title. I'm, I'm strangely drawn to The Curious George. The bananas are interesting. All right, so we killed the drug. Yeah, I'm going to take this one. Yeah, those were uh, those are some fantastic new new drinks. So I think now that the heat's already back and the storm's already on top of us. What storm? Well, storm season is on top of us. I know that we didn't get the storms here in Oklahoma City, but there were storms today. Some of that Brooklyn left. No, that's my. I was going to drink that. Do you have it? See, you've got one. I have the fifth element. Uh, now we're back in the den. This is what you do. You go to the bar for a while, and you come home, and you chill out in the den. Yeah, chill, chill out in the, the den. den. Yeah. I'm going to just pass out on this couch and watch some Netflix. That's all right. Perfect. Yeah, we'll shut the door for you. There's <laughs> a tray into the couch. There's a bunch of weed Dude, on you it. did watch the, the <laughs> tune of Dave Chappelle comedy special. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Anybody I mean, who's listening, if you have not watched the new Dave Chappelle If you were ever in doubt that the man was a genius, you will... Yeah, that's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. Anytime you frame an entire stand-up around the four times you met O.J. Simpson, you know it's going to be good. (laughs) So these cocktails are available starting Sunday? April 2nd. Yes, we will launch the menu uh, next Sunday. Uh, We'll have a couple of them on special all week this week, so stop in, have a conversation with your server or bartender, and we'll we'll probably be able to make you (laughs) one of them. Um, And then... Going full live uh, next week. And how long will they be available? To we'll people? probably run it through summer, um, so probably August-ish. Um, okay. Try to do three seasonal menus. Obviously, four seasons, but Oklahoma kind of gets yeah, we have blurry three. there. Our winter menu did not work out that well because uh, we had no winter. We had about no. we had about three weeks of it and did great sales. As you were saying earlier, we had the fake ice storm. Yeah, yes. there was a fake ice storm. Uh, it was kind of unfortunate. Stephen here is gathering all of our glasses for some reason. Would you like the straw? No. no, no. Is there some sword right there, too. Is there some kind of new feature in the iPhone 7 photo app that uh, turns no. this into a collage or something? 
What's, I was just oh, there, there's that feature in Instagram. Just looking at this broken sword is making me think of Lord of the Rings. Oh, the sword yes. has been remade. Okay, I don't, I don't think we're making that one. What I just stole from who? So there you go. There's your Brooklyn back. Wow, these are all delicious. And then, uh, speaking of our friends in the bar world, because we all intermingle so much, we have a new one opening here soon. Don't we have a date for the Bunker Club? Uh, it's not an official date, but that's why another reason I was about to say that Open Streets will be so special is uh, they will be open for no. Open Streets. So you're basically saying they're going to be open April 2nd? They may open before that, but I don't know well, we're all eager. Yeah, Club will be. I know everyone. Cool. I know everyone in the service industry is eager to see Ian Haley's next concept come to life. It looks, it looks beautiful. Mm. It looks absolutely the, the, beautiful. The king and queen of, of the bar world now. <laughs> is that what we're with, with their two bars? It's enough. Have you ever met their with their two blo- bars within a half a block of each other? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the little dog Chewy. Have you ever met the little dog Chewy? So and we were looking inside of the the bunker club because the windows are uncovered now, mm-hmm. and they've got all the decorations up. Well, they took a. I guess a picture of Chewy, but dressed him up like Che Guevara. It's the Chewy Guevara. So Guevara. Guevara. <laughs> and so I was like, is that Chewy? Is Che Guevara? And there's a, there's a signature cocktail there called the Chewy. Nice. That is also very delicious. <laughs> the great people do great things. It's, it's yeah, nice you're to right. see everything popping up and, and staying around. And they're only 15 blocks from each other, so you could go to Bunker Club and get some drinks and then go all the way down Hudson to 10th, come to R&J's. And you've got this kind of, I don't know, it's almost like time traveling with the decor. Because Bunker Club is 60s, 50s, 60s. Then R&J's is 70s. And then go down to Rewind and hit the gate. Like, you could tour tour the decades just by walking down. Hey, there you go. You might have an idea. (laughs) You need, like, a 20s bar to open somewhere. Is there (laughs) a 20s Well, you know, the union's talking about having an actual um, downstairs bar. Because the union's main bar is just a regular looking bar. It's got some cool decorations in it. But a speakeasy downstairs could have a 20s theme. Well, you know, you had a drink with a name that has a 20s theme to it. Daisy Buchanan. All right, well, then I will open up the... um, the 1930s Greek Depression theme bar. <laughs> <laughs> and just serve glasses of sand. You just open the door. Yeah, there you, go. <laughs> there you, go. you just open the door and a fan is blowing sand in your face. You walk into the bathroom and all it is is just somebody reading chapter two from The Grapes of Wrath. <laughs> describing the turtle yeah. crossing the road. It's like, man, that bar is really that's a, depressing. That's a sad bar. So, so we had good plans earlier. They've kind of devolved. Like, you know, they do, you know. it, as it does. Wait, you know, yeah, it two, two or three spring clock doesn't do that to you. It looks good on paper. I got to tell you, that, that may be the fastest I think the three of us have ever burned through six cocktails, plus the ones we already had when we got here. So, Well, that's our job, son. Cheers. Sacrifices must be made. That's right. You guys... Uh, working, working hard. You guys are stepping it up a notch. You've... Uh, you have proven that you are a mainstay in the cocktail scene, the food mm-hmm. scene. There's this painting on the wall in here. It's uh, well, it's almost kind of like serene ocean scene, but it's actually like an oil rig yes. in the ocean. That's just a really bizarre painting. <laughs> Which it is fits. exactly it why doesn't it's make in much here. sense up here. But it fits. It somehow fits the theme. Uh, we've only had that uh, attempted to be stolen twice. I've caught people taking that downstairs and out of the back on two separate occasions. I thought about stealing it a couple of times. The one thing I have always wanted to steal from this room is the javelina. Okay. Oh, yeah, that is a nice javelina. Pagoda, you see my javelina? (laughs) If any of you guys are fans of Wild Boar's Head. What's the movie? It just makes me think of uh, Slim Sesta. Royal Tannenbaums. Yeah, or Slim Sesta, but in in the Royal Tannenbaums, um, yeah, he's missing his javelina. He's got a javelina. You got a nice little bobcat back there to complete the... Uh, yes, the and the bobcat. Uh, and don't, don't forget about the uh, traveling trophy from the Labor Day Invitational. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. The, yeah. the United yes. States Bartenders Guild, on top. Uh, the USBG, uh, Oklahoma City, has a, a competition every Labor Day where uh, six to ten bars compete. Uh, R&J and Ludovine's team combined one this year, so we won a fancy little trophy and mm-hmm. have it up here hiding. You know, the, the details of the 70s are... are so minute in here, or just down to the finest detail, that the ceiling even is the popcorn ceiling of the 70s. It is a popcorn ceiling. I don't know if you guys know what popcorn ceilings black, are, but, but it's probably one of the, the strangest concepts of a ceiling. You put a sheetrock up on the ceiling, and then you blow these little chunks of plaster onto it. Never made any sense at all. Man, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. Last week. Yeah, you were. Huh. 
And now you've got the jukebox over here. And it works. But so, did, did, right? have you guys set it up yet, though, where the songs are matched up with the numbers? It, it, is, it is all set up. It it's is not matched up. Is it really? Because yeah. usually you can kind of be like, one? oh, oh yeah. there's some Cindy Lauper, and you punch it in, and then, like, Jethro Tull starts playing. <laughs> oh, so man, yeah, I love this jukebox. DJs that did vinyl for us that uh, put in a lot of time and effort to, to get those Who all lined up. Diana um, Ross, Fred Domino, Lionel Richie, Straight Cats, Carl Perkins. I'm blanking on his last name. Okay. Uh, but they uh, they put they, in they, the have they done some of the vinyl out here on the patio yes, before? Yes, they did okay. our DJ brunch uh, up okay. until last summer, and now uh, Jason's doing it here once a month. So they uh, got you They got you set up and running, huh? Yes, sir. So uh, the jukebox is fantastic. Plays all 45s, all mechanical. Wow. Um, yeah, while you guys were talking, I was over here reading off some this, of the artists. This looks like, is this the, that's the alphabet, right? Is that, is. Those are the letters from the alphabet. Okay. And then you got a one through zero over there oh, as well. Those, those are those are numbers. So my favorite thing is you put it in oh, and oh, hey, hey. Watch, it. <laughs> watch it go to work. Watch out there, buddy. <laughs> a little he bit just, of a jukebox dissection here. He just reached down and lifted up the, the cover. Wow, look at <laughs> the that. jukebox. I've never seen And now jukebox. we can see it spinning the 45 of Cameo's word up. Oh yeah. One well, on that note, since we can't play much yeah. more of this song on uh, our episode without fear of being sued, let's just see what happens. Yeah. You gotta play it out sometimes. Yeah. Oh no, it was a terrible week. Why will it happen? We got a cease and desist letter from Cameo. Not from Cameo, but from Atlanta Records. Yeah, so probably is now probably Sony or Universal or somebody. So. But I, I love that it's on the piano. You actually pick up the record and start playing. It's just pretty cool to see. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for yeah. uh, bringing us in and thank you so much. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Yeah. Then the like you don't care. Do your dance, do your dance, quick, mama. Tell me what's the word, a word of. All right, well, I don't want to know. We'll see you guys next week. See you next week. Can we just stay in here now? Yeah. You've been listening to The Wafty Show with Stephen, Aaron, and John. As always, we need to thank Joshua Path for the use of our theme song, Cement Truck, off the album Between Heaven and Jonestown, recorded by the magnificent Kurt PR. Kurt's, Kurt's awesome. awesome. That is available on iTunes, CD Baby, and anywhere the internet can be found. Remember, as you go out to visit our local places and events, make sure you take care of those who take care of you. Tip your waiters, waitresses, bartenders, musicians, and artists. They're out there working hard for you. We come out with a new episode every Monday. You can find us on iTunes by searching We Apologize for the Inconvenience, where you can subscribe, rate, and comment. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Wafty Show. Facebook.com slash Wafty Show. We'll see you next week. Woo! I'll be